Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here with one of my favorite people, Ben Hoffman. How are you? We sure we're recording? I yeah. just got one of these Zoom things too and I I started my own podcast and it's it's a nightmare but like I've literally done interviews and just come home and put the thing in. It just it's just blank. What do you do in that case? And I'm just going to scooch this microphone a little closer to okay. you. Okay. Yeah, you I talk opted, I, talk, I talk softly. You opted not to wear headphones, which means you're just gonna have to rely on yeah, I don't me. Li- I don't like um, telling wearing- you when you're on mic. Well, yeah, I don't like wearing headphones. Let me, let me see what it what it sounds like. I feel like it's more. Well, I think I can't hear anything anyway. Oh well, I could turn you up then. Let's see. Try that. Turning all of them up. Do you hear okay, anything? Okay. Yeah. You know, no. No. Still no. no you know no. what? We're just gonna start over again. Um, I like. I kind of like this. Do you, are you hearing anything? Yeah. You are. But let's keep this beginning. I like. Oh, it. you you like this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this professional beginning. Okay. Uh, so you were saying you got a Zoom, you have a podcast. Um, yeah, and it's, but I just, I've literally just done, and then like I'll go home and there's nothing there. I'll just, I press the wrong thing. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, right. I was yeah. asking, what do you do in that situation? Um, one of the times I just said, screw it. One of the times it was like a, a decent, big enough guest that I called him and I did the podcast over the phone, which nobody really likes to listen mm. to. Who was it? It was a musician I really like called Tyler. His name is Tyler Childers. Mm-hmm. He's from my kind of my hometown in Kentucky. So I um I wanted to make sure I, he was um he was kind of blowing up at the time. I was like it was a good even though I know him, you know, it's like it was a good get. He's like I'm in the car, but you just want to do it on the phone. But I went to the club he was playing. I'm backstage, and like literally, his like um a but his tour manager walks in the room, a guy I knew. He was the bouncer at like my favorite club that i went to as a teenager so it was like this weird interaction of seeing like old friends of mine that i hadn't seen in years so like that all that fun stuff it was just it was just a bummer all that fun you know and the real stuff was gone right so how is that for you now given that so you are ben hoffman comedian writer and you're also wheeler walker country star wheeler walker jr wheeler Wheeler walker Walker is is my is, is, is his father's name right um uh it's it's a little weird i mean i I mean, the main reason I want to do this is just because, you know, I like you and I you asked me to do the podcast and I have a new album to promote. And I was just like, I don't, I think people have the wrong idea about it. Sometimes I think they think I'm um, doing an Andy Kaufman thing mm-hmm. and just playing a trick on people. I love the music and I just didn't want to do it under my real name. It's just, I just had more fun doing it with the character. And um, so, you know, like I just did Burt. Kreischer's podcast yesterday and as Wheeler yeah as with Bert you know he, we have fun mm-hmm. with me as Wheeler but sometimes someone like you who I know who has your podcast all about just they'd rather hear about Ben I was just like why not do it as Ben mm-hmm. you know right yeah I had given you the option of doing it as either um the last time you came on the show you were Wheeler and I remember beforehand I think you were worried about I it. I was a little bit worried about it thinking, is it going to be shtick the whole time? Because I think that that, for, I think my audience gets, feels like we want to hear the truth. But then it was interesting. You said to me that Wheeler kind of had the same childhood yeah, as well, Ben. That, yeah, he, he, it really is the same thing. I mean, it's just, a, right. it's, I look at it more as like, you know, um, 
honestly, like I don't want to, I'm not comparing my music to Bob Dylan, but like Bob Dylan's not his name. Mm-hmm. He's Robert Zimmerman and he made up a story. You know, I would hear old interviews about growing up in New Mexico and, you know, he'd have this kind of weird twang and that's not who, that's not, he was Bob, Robert Zimmerman from Minneapolis, from Duluth, Minnesota, mm-hmm. you know, so it was just a different, just putting on a, a different mask to play because I always wanted to do music and then obviously there were some comedic elements in it and some really vulgar elements to it. And I had no idea. And then I just took it, did it as a, my, I had, I had the show on Comedy Central. You were one of the few fans of it. <laughs> my husband loved it too. Okay. The well, Ben show. We yeah, loved it. The two of you. Um, so I took some money from that show and I just, I made it, I decided I want, this is I, something I've been wanting to do for years because I've always, music has always been as much part of me as the comedy. So let's just combine it. Let's just do an album. And I talked to, um, my buddy Sturgill Simpson, who he's a you know pretty big musician, and he was from my right near my hometown and married someone who I grew up with. He's like, oh, you should meet, you should meet with this guy Dave Cobb, who produces my albums, produces Jason Isbell and Chris Stapleton. And I I called him up and I was like, um, because my mom's from Nashville, which Wheeler's mom's from, you know, mm-hmm. that's where it gets to the same. So my mom's from Nashville, so I know Nashville, I know country music, and I know I grew up, you know, families, friend, you know. Go to my aunt's house and Crystal Gale's hanging around, or, right? You know, Tanya, Tanya Tucker's all around. Brother is a professional musician, exactly. So sisters. you know, so I've been playing music my whole life. And I mean, I, when he um, when his band took off, I was like, because I kind of taught him how to play mm-hmm. guitar. I was like, why the fuck am I not in the band? You know, <laughs> are you older or younger? I'm older. I'm 43. Um, I feel like I met you. I mean, it's God, the time is flying by. I've really, I'm 43 as well. Yeah, I don't know when that happened. I guess after 42. Right. Um, and then before that was 41. But still, it's fast. Yeah. I, no, honestly, before 42, I feel like, honestly, it was 29. Yeah. Doesn't that feel like it? Mm-hmm. And then, because, so I moved here at like 25. And then a couple of years ago, as you know, I moved back to Nashville mm-hmm. um, uh, for a lady and to, because I wanted to live in, closer to home and I wanted to be in Nashville. Nashville's home to me. And... um. I had a, I have a really nice life there, and now I'm back here to impress for the album, and um, I in between press I'm looking at apartments. I've I just I sold an an animated show to Netflix, so I got to spend 2019 in Los Angeles again. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, it was that's it. awesome. Um, you're one of the few people because you know what? here's here's I don't know if you've been through this, but what happens is. You know, your people, when you sell a show, because I'll be running the show, I created this uh, show about a Kentucky basketball coach with uh, some friends of mine, and um, it'll come, it's animation, so it probably won't come out until 2020, but it's all next year, 2019, will be um, production on that. So I do like having a foot in both worlds, which is really cool again. So this is Ben who sold the show. Correct. It's mm-hmm. not, I mean, it's not, a, it has nothing to do with that. I mean, gotcha. I, nothing uh, to do with Wheeler. Yeah, it's not a we- animated Wheeler show. Right. Which is not a bad idea, but right now that's not, you know, I'm doing this and um, I've always wanted to do, I mean, I was, when the album took, the first album took off, which I was kind of saying was kind of a lark just to see what would happen. I was still a writer. I was writing for James Corden. Mm-hmm. And then taking, going outside on my cell phone, you know, doing, you know, pushing my accent and doing radio things. And I was sitting at my desk. And I just kept watching the album go up the charts. I'm like, you know, and James was super cool about it too. He even, you know, said to me, because I was deciding whether or not to tour, if I should tour or not. Because we the offers were starting to come in to do, you know, tour for good money. Um, and my brother always hated touring. So I was in my mm-hmm. head. I was just like, but it's kind of a grass is always greener thing. Um 
I um when I was I'm behind the desk writing comedy, I want to be out on the road. When I'm on the road, I was like sitting in an air conditioned office. I was like heaven, <laughs> you know. So I, you know, James was just, you know, it was like you're only going to get one shot shot to do this. You always mm. got a job here if you want it. Which oh, is really nice. cool cool of him to say. It's like but if you want to do it, you know, you can't decide in six months or a year. It's like right. it's right now or never. I was like, you know what? You're right. So I we, we t- I toured for like on and off for about a year, and then just started growing. It just became this thing, and um, um, you know, there's a lot of me in there. There's a a lot of um anger I was probably feeling at the time and frustration, which kind of came out. I'm not sure. I mean, that's why I don't mind doing interviews as Ben every once in a while now because I like to hide in plain sight Mm -hmm. because I don't know how many people in the audience know that that you're not actually Wheeler Walker Jr. yeah I don't know I mean do they people know that Elton John's not really Elton John I mean do they care I guess is the question right Um, or does it make a difference I mean I think the um, the part that did throw me honestly was um, I was um, I was on tour during the campaign the presidential campaign and everything as it is right now, everything was just so political and I don't give a, I don't give a damn. I'm trying to talk nicely in front of your mother-in-law. <laughs> She's, uh, I don't think she can hear you. Okay. I don't give a damn about you. Know, and also she knows me the, the, and her uh, son. So okay. don't worry about it. Political persuasion. You are when you watch the show, but there was a, there was an anger. I think that Wheeler had that was like, you know, very Trumpian. And I actually had a friend back home in Kentucky believe it or not, a friend working on the Hillary campaign. He's like, and he called me up like, man, a friend just showed me this album, your album. It's like, it's going all over the place. And he goes, and he goes, um, all you're doing is Trump, but for country music. Oh, that's interesting. And I was like, that was not, because I made, the, the album took a year to get out. So I made the album, man, I knew who Donald Trump was. Mm-hmm. I've still never, to this day, never seen The Apprentice, but nothing to do with that. Right. And I think a lot of people were kind of projecting that onto me, like people Want me to sign their MAGA hats and stuff like that, but that yeah. got a little got a little but weird. But Wheeler is liberal. Yes. I I mean, I to me he is, but I mean it's um to me he's kind of apolitical. Um, but I a couple of times I have tweeted political stuff as Wheeler, and the backlash is so strong. That's when people get the get really mean, and what the, I think their anger is, your Ben is coming out, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't because to me. To me, Wheeler is like a, a closet liberal in Nashville, because all the country stars, because I know a lot of these guys, they're all they're all liberals. I mean, I know every every one of them, and you know, even the guys who like with the fuck the Dixie Chicks, got, these guys are behind the scenes. They're like closet Democrats, right? Like they're pretending to be conservative. Yeah, I mean, some of these. I mean, the biggest. I'm talking to guys who who played the inauguration, who I know are like. <laughs> So I mean, it's crazy to me. It's all, um, I mean, it's all a show. That's a, my whole point with the whole thing was just like, it's all fucking showbiz. So let's just you know, have fun with it. And then this this new record was, and here's a copy. They just FedExed it to my hotel. World War Three? No, it's not World War Three. WW Three. My oh. that's it's a love album to my wife and son. Oh, Wheeler Walker. Yeah, it's WW3. It's my third album and my first son. So you look on the back, my wife and son. Are a lot of people making the mistake I made? 
World War. Yeah, I get pissed about that. I mean, not that pissed, but I was just like, right. Amazon put it up actually as World War Three. Oh, really? Like, I'm like, no, that's not. You know. Yeah. Type it as I typed it. You know, it's WW three, but it probably will be World War Three to put the album out. <laughs> well, this is a lovely. F- okay, a lot of questions about the album. I've read the lyrics. I've heard some of the songs. Um, but let's just go back to a couple things you were saying. Why did you not want to release music as Ben Hoffman? Um. Honestly, didn't sound that much fun. I mean, I'm the the question someone else I'm sure would ask would be, were you embarrassed or shy? And that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everyone does that, you know, in showbiz. You know, like I said, Elton John changes his name, right? Dwight Reginald or something like that. You know, I'm Elton John now. I put on the costume. I'm Bob Dylan. I act like I'm a different person, mm-hmm. and it just felt like that was the thing to do. I just wanted to do it. Sound right. like that was part of the fun of it was. Mm-hmm. I think I'm honestly just not to get too um, therapeutic, but I think I was maybe sick after the Ben show. The official name of the Ben show was the Ben Show with Ben Hoffman, mm-hmm. and I was because because apparently the Ben Show title was copyrighted, so they added with Ben Hoffman um, to make it to make it you know to not get sued. It was just like that was the beginning of it for me. It was just like. There's my name twice in the title. Mm-hmm. It's all about me. I go out. I did Conan, Kimmel, all the you know talk shows and all this press. It was just all. It was so much about me that the and the more that that's not wasn't the goal of the show, but it became so self indulgent that I was just like, in a weird way, I kind of wanted to stop being Ben for mm-hmm. a while. I'd not. I don't want you to read too much into it. Like I said, not therapy, but I was just like. You know, I need a break from being Ben, right. and I'm creative enough to do it. But at the same time, from what I know of, of you over the years, Ben Hoffman is a very creative person who also has anxiety and neurosis and all these things kind of hemming you in, whereas Wheeler Walker Jr. doesn't have that stuff. Correct. But, you know, it gets tricky when you're at a dirty club, and you're, you know... There's still, the, I mean, there's still me. I mean, like when guys show up and give me a shot. Right. You know, I'm not taking a shot where I don't know where it came from mm-hmm. or what the fuck it is. Um, that's still, you know. But uh, I mean, we had talked about some of your frustration with show business. And in just off mic, you had told me, you you refer, like when having a difficult conversation with someone or firing someone or whatever, you referred to that as I went wheeler on him. Yeah, well I think that's I mean that's probably the bigger point, which is I I wanted to be this person maybe. I wanted to be able to like I to would express yourself freely. Well, yeah, I mean I wanted to like like for example in comment on my Ben Twitter, I can't say so and so, you know, Alison Rosen's not funny. I mean I can, but I mean I would never I'm just using you as, as an example because you're here, but like <laughs> yeah, you I know, know, someone name a comedian. You don't make fun of other comedians. Mm-hmm. But as Wheeler, I was just like, you know, Florida Georgia Line fucking sucks. I fucking hate them. If you guys know them, tell them I think they suck. I just, it was just a release. I just, I just shit on everybody. Right. And, and then people would call my managers and I would just say, I would just say, hey, fuck them. I don't care. Or, you know, my agency call. I mean, it just got, gave me this kind of new confidence, I think, for a little while. Because I literally didn't, I'm not saying this to just be cool, but I didn't give a shit. Mm. The album was just for fun. And when it started going up the charts and started selling and we started selling out bigger places, it was just like, this is all gravy. I wasn't expecting anything. It was more just an album to make for fun. So when um, I really had a fuck it attitude to all this stuff. And so like when my agency does my touring, called me up like, we represent these artists you're making fun <laughs> of. 
you gotta you gotta stop making fun of them. I go, just drop me. Did they? And they go, no, 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 we don't want to do that because you know I was making them money. So they go, right. Um, but I didn't have Ben wouldn't have had that maybe the courage to say like fuck you. I'll make I'll do what don't. And I I actually wrote him a really long email. I was like, listen, this is what I do. This is who I am. Which is a lie. It's not who I am. It was a made-up character. But I said, "Let's see what, what I, he does." It's what I do, and if you don't like it, I'll find another agent. And they're just like, "We get," and they wrote, and they call me up like, "We get it. Don't worry about it. You know, it'll be fine." So that was the kind of thing I always wanted to have in my life that mm-hmm. I didn't have. Um, and I think with this, um, with this character, I had it. And you know, um, there's probably things that you know. There's there's things. I mean, there, there's a lot of things on there that, you know, most of the stuff Wheeler says, I I probably feel, but I, there's not stuff I would say. Right. I mean, my, I have a big hit called Fuck You Bitch. Right. I've never called a woman a bitch in my life, you know. I mean, I think people understand. The smart people understand. that anger from I felt that, that anger from getting dumped, but I didn't know how to process it or what to do. It was, th- you know, it, it was a way to get it out. So, um Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, too, and now getting up, and I mean, I just got off tour with Kid Rock. So get playing that song in front of that crowd was, you know, that was a pretty odd experience, you know, for someone like me. What was that like? Um, To be quite honest, it wasn't as, I mean, it was more the just saying it that sounds weird. But mm-hmm. once you get up there, it's just, they're just people. I mean, they're all wearing, you know, some version of the American flag, which you're not supposed to do, right? I don't know. Yeah, isn't that not uh, treating it with the respect that it needs to well, be Well, yeah, treated? well, these people don't know that rule because it's American flag, pants, shorts, <laughs> hats, shirt. And um, and he's a real, I will say he's just a real nice guy. I mean, he he did me a, a solid to get me on that tour and pay me enough to pay for the bus and everything because mm-hmm. I couldn't have done that, a tour that size, you know. Do So you talked about having some trepidation about touring. Now that you've toured a bunch, how do you feel about it? Because I was briefly in a band, uh, and we did a little bit of touring. This and I did not, I did not love it. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't. I really, really don't like it. It's it's re- just really tough. On you have travel um, anxiety. Ben has travel anxiety, right? The, um, not too bad. Bussing is different because you're just. Um, well, the problem was so like my new thing is I got big enough where I could country artist. I don't know if you knew this. Only tour weekends. I did not know because that's that. where the that's where the country fans they work mm-hmm. during the week. So to get enough like. Let's say, I don't know, Chris Stapleton plays the arena here. To sell out the place, you know, it's everyone from every town around him that come. And they can't do that on a Wednesday. Right. So, like, bands like that play Friday, Saturday. It's only tours two nights a week, which sounds easy. But, you know, I was doing, Kid Rock is now considered country. Mm -hmm. He's in that world. So, he would do Friday, Saturday. Then I would do, then I would do, like, to add on to it on the way out there to make some extra money. I'd play my own show on Thursday. Right. So, you leave the night before. Let's say... I play Thursday night. I leave Wednesday night at midnight. And once you start, and you get back Sunday. So once you start, do, you're like, oh man, I'm only touring weekends. It's just, you know, let's be easy. And all of a sudden, you know, you're you're hanging out. Um, your week is Monday th- and Tuesday mm-hmm. when you thought it was just going to be Friday, Saturday. And, you know, listen, I'm not at the point where I just can f- fly private plane and just play the show Friday and Saturday and come home. But um, so it did kind of. I just, I just don't like. I like being steady i just don't mm-hmm. like moving so much right i mean and like some of those drives too i mean i would go to we'd leave the i don't know if you've driven from buffalo new york to nashville but it's not a fun drive or boston to nashville i mean it's like 
you know, the, the bus driver by by law by rule, not law, but you know, the rules can only drive ten hours at a time. Mm. So we have to get another driver to take over. And one time the driver couldn't. Um, uh, the other driver got sick, couldn't make it. So this guy had to drive ten hours, to pull over, sleep for four hours, and do another like eight hours. And that's a long. I mean, that's a long time just sitting in a bus. You said that you moved to Nashville for a relationship. Are you still in that relationship? Yes. I mean, that's what this, I mean, I wanted to do a Wheeler love album. You know, that's what I wanted, you know, marriage. And, get, and I, he'd never done that before. As you can see from the titles, it's kind of his version of a love record, which, I mean, there's a song in there called Still Ain't Sick of Fucking You, <laughs> which is probably as much as Ben or Wheeler can say as far as I love you, I want to be w- with you. So it's just it was just an easier way for me to do it cuz there was a lot of anger i think in those first couple albums mm-hmm. and i wanted to do a love record while still being vulgar well even when i think is a and i'm trying to find the specific lyric aha even when where did you get these lyrics by the way your publicist sent them to me i didn't know you had the lyrics mm-hmm. okay go even when your bowels are moving squeezing out a turd it smells like hell but i love you even when that's that's deep. true love that's deep yeah no i mean it's all that's the thing people I'm on the comedy charts as well as the country charts, and I argue about that. But, you know, I don't understand why, and we've you, you've had this argument a million times, why comedy can't be real. And, mm-hmm. you know, listen, I understand that, you know, um, other country artists aren't singing about turds, but, you know, what I'm saying is more fucking real than anything they're singing. Mm-hmm. It's just I want to sing about real. You know, it is weird to moving in with a woman. It's like, Man, I gotta take a shit. Like, had you ever lived with a girlfriend before? No, this was the first. I mean, this is a the, you know my first you know really serious thing, and I just I wanted to put this into an album, and um, and I didn't really um, and I think that's where the character helps because I can say this kind of stuff and mm-hmm. make it. And uh, I mean, she knows it's it's kind of it's kind of how I um talk with her anyway, you know. You know, you know, there's a song called Still Ain't Sick of Fucking You. Did I mention that? Yeah. I think I just said it. So anyway, it's like, you know, wow, I've, we've been, we've had sex a lot and I still ain't sick of it. Like, which is the way kind of a dumbass would think of it too. But I, in that part of my brain, I kind of am immature dumbass. So that's where, you know, the two characters, the character and Ben kind of. Um, but that is, I mean, it's a very, it's a, it's a very simple way of explaining a facet of what true love is well that's another song is you know there's a my new single if you can call it a single because it's not getting played on the radio it's called fuck you with the lights on mm-hmm. which is um you know no one sings about that because it's you're not supposed to sing about that stuff i just did the quotes in the air for people who aren't here um you know i feel that's a part of maturing you know it's like you're a teenager trying to get some action that it's always the lights are off mm-hmm. and then when you get more mature you know you know you can do it in the daylight or sometimes, you know, the lights are on the room. You can watch it going in. You know, I was like, that was my pu- my publicist calls. He's like, I need a quote for the new single. <laughs> and I said, you know, and my quote was, and that's the fun of Wheeler. He goes, what's your quote? And I go, my quote, I just texted him back. I go, when you really love someone, you want to see it going in. <laughs> and he's like, and for almost, for any other person on the planet, he the publicist would say, can't use that. Yeah. And he goes, he actually said, I don't think I can use it. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, everyone loves it, so we'll just keep it. That's one sentence quote right. of summing up that song, For and press puts it out. Uh-huh. They put, you know, I see official, you know, press release, you know. And that's where the fun of it is, and, you know, 
again, the part that angers me is I see this a lot, like, and you, you got to stop looking at comments. I'm talking to myself, but you know, you also, occasionally you can't help yourself and you'll see some. I you do know, it in moments of weakness. Yeah. It never I, makes me feel good. But I was talking to Bert about that yesterday. It's like, you got to remember when you go play a show, you're playing for the YouTube, you know, people on YouTube, you're playing for the, the, the crowds, all the people who put the thumbs up. Right. You don't play a show for the people who do the thumbs down. Right. You don't go do afterwards. You don't do like if 50,000 people love your video, you don't go afterwards and you go play a thousand to the 1800 who dislike it. <laughs> right. You just don't, they're not part of your life in the mm-hmm. old world, you know, the old way of showbiz, you would never even know they existed. Right. They just didn't buy your records. But a lot of people buy my records who do hate me. And I see, I'll see, you know, this guy's just some New York Jew make, lampooning rednecks. And mm. I, that's the part that I think that angers me the most. It's like, I'm not lampooning it. This is my, my, from, first of all, I'm from Kentucky. You know, I moved out to LA and all I got made fun of for the first few years I was here is you dumb hick from Kentucky. <laughs> and then I go make a country record and then they're like, you know, you stupid Yankee. It's like, I, you can't have it both ways. Right. But I just need to ignore it and just, you know, make the music I want to make. Does, it gets under your skin, though? Um, well, that that gets under my skin because it's not true. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't, it shouldn't get under my skin. Right. If someone, someone, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of of lies about me, you know, that people say, you know, like, I've read, you know, I'm from Jersey, New York, or whatever. And it, my, the point of the of the character was not to show what life is like in the South or to, um, you know. Right, it's not like it's a not, it, was, it, it wasn't a, a, a political statement or of any kind or geographical statement. It was a personal thing. That's all it ever was and all, all it ever has been. Um, and the people who get that, I think, enjoy it even more, you know. Um, oh, that's cool that this, is, this guy has this outlet to do that in. And the music's really good, too, and it's catchy. And he's got a great band, and you know it sounds really good, and it's legit country. Which that that alone was probably the biggest seller of it was that the country music I grew up loving, which I do, I mean you can't do this and not as like it like someone's like and you should do it for rap too and do it for mm. pop. it's like I don't I mean I, there's hip hop I love and there's I like other forms of music, but I do have a passion for country music. It's something I love. I've always loved. So you can't do this without you know right. actually loving the music. Yeah. And, and knowing it and knowing the history of it and the type of country I love, it was the time I was making the first one especially was just disappearing and turning into pop garbage. So it's like, I'll make that. So then all of a sudden I became this like guy who was like, he's like helping to save, keep country music alive and he's calling out the, the people who suck. And, you know, that part was fun. I didn't m- mind that. I mean, I think when it, I think um, the part that bothered me was when it became, you know, this trash talking, you know, bitch talking, like you know, in the Me Too era, it's just not where I wanted. Right, it's never the intention of it. Um, and I still stand by those songs. I mean, they're not. It's not. Listen, I get it that other people might get the wrong message, but you know, it's not. There's no violence, no rape. I mean, I know I'm walking a thin line here, but there's nothing. It's just were you know, it's just. Comedy's changed the last few years, mm-hmm. I think. And there's certain things I probably wouldn't say now. I mean, that's why I probably did make the Love album. It's kind of how I felt, but it's also just I didn't want to make another, you know, pissed off record. Because right. I wasn't pissed off. Right. Because it, it really is just an extension of me, but I don't, you know. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think it's it's so fascinating that Ben is, Ben and Wheeler are both settling down at yeah, the I mean, same time. Well, that's what, that's what this was about. This was the, 
this album. This was, album, yeah. This album was the outlaw settling down, which is funny, you know. <laughs> and it's also Ben settling down to me mm-hmm. is funny too. So um, let's talk about more about your relationship for a moment. Where did you meet her? Um, I met her in Nashville um, through some friends, and um, we just kind of—I don't know—we just got along, and um, I think I'd never—I don't know—I don't think she's just really. I don't think I'd ever been really been taken care of before. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but um, <laughs> she just, you know, really takes care of me. And, you know, I've never had anybody who's like thought of me before them. Mm-hmm. Just that's something new for me, you know. Did What was your pattern before? Um, if you one, had one. one week, two, you know, a week, a month, get out before mm-hmm. it gets too serious. Mm-hmm. And this one, you know, we just I was just like, we got along. It's like you're here every night. Just bring your stuff over here and just kind of, ha- you know, go. It happens. Um, but um, and, and my, I'm close to my family in Nashville. And all my aunts and uncles and cousins and stuff live there. I was with my uncle one time. He's just like, you know, don't lose her. She gets you. And I kind of thought about that. It's like, yeah, no, I mean, probably. I don't think anyone's really gotten me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a hard. I mean, you you see it all here. I mean. <laughs> I'm a hard person to get, so yeah. that's a big deal. I was like, why not just, you know, instead of singing, you know, nasty, pissed off songs, why don't you just be a man and put this into a record? You've got this outlet for it, and it's going to make you feel better, and she's going to like it, and you're going to like yourself that you did it. So, what know. is she, is she in the industry? No. Um. I don't want to give out too much information so people don't find her on like social media and stuff. But um, <clears throat> it yeah, was, she, but she but she's completely out of it, so it's just like right. you know. So what does she think of Wheeler? Well, she loves it, but don't get me wrong. There's certainly I'm sure that there's time. I'm not sure. I know there's times where it's just like it's a bit much, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, she's kind of a small town girl, you know, watching me sing fuck you bitch to 20,000 people mm-hmm. before Kid Rock goes on and explodes the stage right. with with fireworks and explosives. It's just it's just not the life she was, you know, does, she was expecting. Does being in a relationship change how you feel about touring? 100%, yeah. How so? Like, were you hooking up before? No, I never, I mean, that's the thing is I never, I was never interested in doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, when you meet the average fan who knows that it's been, he was like, oh, this was a brilliant way to get chicks. Mm-hmm. That's what he thought it, what people think it was, you know, which is never the point. I just wanted to make a record. I mean, the, the, I never wanted to tour. That was never part of it. It was just like, you know, I guess the easiest way for me to say is I don't want to hook up with someone who is going to hook up with a singer that they just saw in concert. It just doesn't sound enjoyable to me. Right. Um, probably also, was, I was like, getting at the age where I wanted a little bit more, too. So... Ben has a real life girlfriend, and then Wheeler has a wife and son. Who are these people? Those are, um, well, I feel and when like. When I say these people, I'm looking at the back of the album, which everyone the, should go out and get. It's available November 30th, yes? Correct, yes. Um, they, uh, they're they looking at me right now. They think you're like a big star. Um, the people working outside. <laughs> There's some people who are working in the yard, and I. Not working in the yard, they're doing cement work outside, and I told them they had to stop. Yeah, now they're like, now they're confused. Um, yeah, I talk really soft. Trust me, I, I, know. I make I make, I make I make records where they like get closer to the mic. Um, 
And so those are just, uh, uh, that's a woman and a friend of mine's son mm-hmm. who was just like, because I felt my life was going to get, you know, going there. So let's right. just, let's just do it. You know, it was like, maybe I'll tie the knot and have a kid mm-hmm. in an album before I do it in real life. You know, it's really like, I feel like someone should write an essay about this in college or maybe post-grad because it's really fascinating the way that, and I'm, I'm sure I'm reading too much into it, but like the way that you're testing the waters as Wheeler. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's foreshadowing. That, well, it's it's also, I mean, the strange part to me too is how legit it is in the country. I mean, it's disgusting. It's you know, there's funny parts, but both albums were top ten country albums on the Billboard charts, and you know, I sell more tickets than most every country artist out there. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we just we do um, the place I'm playing in um, playing the Novo downtown L.A. on November. Where are most of your fans? L.A. probably? Yeah. L.A., November 29th, I want to say. That's 2,300 people. It's great. It's like, you know. Do you get nervous? I don't get nervous before shows. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Did ne- you when you did comedy? No, I never got nervous. I never, I got, I get nervous. I get nervous in life. I don't mm-hmm. get nervous. Like, right. Cause to, I get nervous, you know, going on a plane. I don't get nervous, you know. Um going in front of an audience singing a song. I mean, I sometimes I get a little worried I'm going to forget lyrics mm-hmm. or the show's going to be a disaster. I'm going to, you know, fuck up in front of a bunch of people. It's, it's never really nerves. And I've also, the other thing I've learned to do is not very Wheeler at all is I've, I now, I tour completely sober. Because mm-hmm. I started, I was partying at the beginning. Not par- partying, but I was drinking. Just like, oh, you're in a bar. Because mm-hmm. every night you play is everyone else's party night. I'll have a couple of drinks here and there, and then I just I just couldn't handle it. So I just um it's just very easy. Just there's no so there's no line. It's just like when I tour I'm so You just don't drink at all. Yeah. Cause you know, one beer leads to a few, and then right. leads to oh, there's some weed, you know, whatever. And I so I now I just tour completely sober, then I can be have my wits about me because there have been times where people run up on the stage. There's crazy shit going on. I want to be, you know, yeah. on guard, you know. Um, Wheeler loves smoking pot. There's a song about it. Does Ben? Uh, not as much as Wheeler. I mean, I like it, but I don't. It still, it still makes me paranoid. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to your wife, Wheeler's wife, Christine. Uh, did you cat? Like, did you have a casting call, or how did you decide well, what she, she should look she like? Ha- she has a. Um, she's kind of. She has another character that's really big on Instagram. It's actually my girlfriend. It's like, we were saying we want someone who's just like this woman. Mm-hmm. She's like, why don't you just ask her? Just like this woman who has a character on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. She, um, her name is Trailer Trash Tammy. Check her out. Really, really <laughs> fucking funny. So I, so we're just like, I was like, I need to find someone like Trailer Trash Tammy. Because you felt that that's what Wheeler would go for? Yeah. And just, well, honestly, mainly it was just because I, th- first of all, I didn't want to... Um. I don't know how to say it, but I, I mainly, I just wanted someone who looked like what I thought he would, you know, settle down with. Mm-hmm. But I also, well, only, I, want, I wanted her to be legitimately funny in her own right. right. And she was so fucking funny. I mean, it's just, it was like back to my comedy mind. Yeah. I mean, for anyone who might have a, a picture in mind of what Wheeler would settle down with, because on your album, you had like porn stars. Yeah, that's what I was going to, that's what I was about and to say. I, I don't want to. This, she's like kind of chunky and has yeah, I don't curly. Make, I mean, she's hair. a friend of mine now. I don't want to, no right. offense, and she wouldn't be upset about it. But yeah, I didn't want to model or right. like, you know, some 
rail thin because mm-hmm. that's just it's that's not funny to me right she's like and realistic it's not fun- yeah i mean i feel like that's who we are you know would be with just you know and she when she's on social she's so funny you know like occasionally guys will like you know make fun of her for being a little overweight she's like fuck you you know you do me in two seconds <laughs> you love these boobs and she, you know every guy's like you know yeah you're probably right um so i just didn't want to you know I didn't want to do, you know, I'm sure I could have cast some is there, s- supermodel or something. Or semi-model. Is there a message in you choosing someone who's not real thin? Um, uh, message may be a strong word, but yeah, I didn't want it to look... I mean, these are the... That's the she, looks, she looks like the women I know, like... Those are the women I I grew up with. That's what they look like now. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, to be realistic. You know, I don't like the you know the. I know a lot of musicians with their s- stick thin wives. It just it just doesn't. And they're some of these. I know some of these women. I know you know they eat a lot and they just that's just their body. Mm-hmm. You know their bodies. But I didn't want to give like a give that look. Um, I wanted the fans to love her. You know. Despite that, I just didn't want, I don't, I'm not, it's not my job to say like, here's what women should look up to or not. That's not really what the character's about. But yeah, I would have never done it the other way, you know. Right. Um. So you're thinking of having a kid maybe? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the, t- I'm tested out. We, um, <laughs> it's been fun so far. You know, we, um, we just did a video with the kid for a song called, a ballad to my son called All, all the Pussy You Will Slay. <laughs> like getting, getting him ready for all the girls he's going to get. And, um. Honestly, I will say having nieces, a niece, nieces and a nephew really changed my whole outlook on, I mean, hopefully my brother and his wife don't listen to this, but that really changed my life as far as look, my outlook on kids because I'm really close to them and, you know, I, t- I go drive home and take them everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. basketball games. I take them out and I've just never thought that would be part of my, you know, Uncle Stinky is what, Uncle Stupid is what they call me. They used to call me <laughs> Uncle Stinky. <laughs> And I must have taken a shower, and now instead of thinking I'm I'm stupid and stinky, they just think I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, let's take some questions that listeners sent in on Patreon. I'm on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Can you, can you explain what Patreon is? Yes. Do you do you, you do, do you? I guess you don't know because why know. would you ask me to explain it if you knew? Um, so Patreon is it's sort of like. Uh, it's a way for people to support artists directly and there's different reward levels. So you subscribe. Kind of GoFundMe. Yeah, it's kind of like Kickstarter or GoFundMe, but it's on an ongoing monthly basis. So there's all these different reward levels and then you, for whatever tier you're at, you get bonus material. So I have bonus episodes each month. I have a live stream that I do. Um, there's an activity feed. You get behind the scenes photos. You And one of the perks at one of the levels is you can get your questions in like ahead of everyone else. Um, so... A lot of podcasters are on Patreon. Oh, cool. So it's just like a way to, like, it's like, I guess I could do that. I kind of do a version of that. Like on my website, you can mm-hmm. you can buy the album. You can also pay a little more to get it autographed, a little right. more to get t-shirts and yeah. koozies and shit with it. So it's kind of the same kinda thing. Kind of like that. Yeah. So I'm patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. And what are you just, Wheeler, what, what's your website? WheelerWalkerJr.com. There you go. Okay. Michelle Bollinger says... 
How is he doing? The last I saw, he had entered rehab. It appeared he was off the rails for a while. How's he doing these days? I learned about him from your show and truly enjoy his music. Oh, okay. So these are these. What did you ask people? To, they asked I, you, did you ask them to ask Wheeler or Ben? I said, uh, I'll, I said we're taking questions for either. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll explain that. What happened was, I did have a. I was just having a rough go of. I was just like, I'm done touring. I was in Nashville with my girlfriend, and I just had a friend put up a professional-looking press release. This is the fun of the character. I, I just said, Wheeler Walker, I, I just, the social media, the whole thing of it was just a bit much, and it was, like I said, getting a little bigger than I thought it was going to. I just um, had it posted on my socials, this press release saying that Wheeler Walker Jr. entered a rehab facility. I clicked out of my socials, <laughs> and my ma- agents, managers called, you know, talking about a tour. I go, there's no tour. Wheeler's in rehab. I just posted it, so it was just my way of clocking out. I just needed a break. I was—I right. didn't. I Ben did not have any substance issues, but I was just, you know, mentally and physically exhausted. I needed some time off, and I think I th- felt like putting it officially there would keep me just—I literally sign out and I'm done. Mm-hmm. I would go back to being Ben for a while, um, with no option of going back because I was in rehab. Um, and it was it was good for me. It was a nice break, and oddly, I think sales went started going up because I disappeared. I think people may have gotten a little sick of me. So, how long? Uh, wh- I probably did was six, a break. six, maybe th- at least three months. Um, and then Snoop Dogg sang one of my songs on Instagram. I was like, "Well, I got to come out. I got to talk about this and repost it." Which song? Uh, "Fuck You, Bitch." That's amazing. He said that's his new theme song. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I did. It was. Again, it's it's kind of art imitating life a little bit, which I was I did need to be rehabilitated, but not substance abuse. Right, Lisa Murphy Tate. Which character does he prefer playing, himself or Wheeler? Um, has the addition helped or harmed his career, especially now when he'll accept questions as either? Well, I don't always accept questions as either. Right. You got to be Allison Rosen. You That's know. right. I have special perks. Um, what was the question again? Which character do you prefer playing yourself or Wheeler? I like, I mean, that was part of the, I think part of the, what ended up being the goal of this was finding out that I enjoyed being Ben more, you know, because there's certainly a fun to like, hey, fuck, you know, I would do shows and people would fight. Fuck you, motherfucker. Grab security, grab, you know, again, Ben wouldn't do that. I mean, I, I kick people out of shows every show. But for, for doing what? Starting, trying to start a fight. Mm-hmm. A lot of women get in fights at my shows. I've had two shows now where I see I've looked in the audience and I'll see a woman get her hair pulled and just go, go back and I'm like and what my rule is because I just don't want people coming. It's supposed to be fun and that's when you it just becomes unfun. I stop the music and I don't play another note till the person who does it's out of yeah. the building. So you know that's where you know it's, I don't think Ben would you know take control of the situation. I mean I'll go out in the audience like get him the fuck who did that. I'm not playing another note till we find out who did it, and then mm-hmm. they all then they all point out because you know, they <laughs> want the show to go on. So, um, yes, I do like being Ben more. I mean, Wheeler can be is fun, but when I go home at night, I don't you know, I don't you know talk like Wheeler, or, right. you know, Act like that. Tiffany Fuller, am I the last to know that Wheeler is a character? Is it a character? We kind of covered that. Yeah, but no, I mean, like I'll just give you kind of drop it a really r- ridiculous name is, you know. I met Guy Fieri backstage at Kid Rock, and he—I was just like, nice to. Him. And he, he, I was out with some friends that it was in the 
L.A. show, or outside of L.A., Irvine, I think, and um, I was getting all these texts like, Guy Fieri's back here, he wants to meet you, so I find to come back. <laughs> Super nice guy, and he is who he is on TV, the same guy. And now he FaceTimes me all the time. Separate stories, separate podcasts, maybe. <laughs> but, you know, he was just like, and I introduced myself, hey, Ben. He's like, oh, God. It's like, it's like finding out Santa Claus ain't real. Aww. He was like really upset about it. I'm just like, well, first of all, my Wikipedia. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's, it, the information is out there. The information's there, but like, to to answer your question, don't feel dumb. I get it every, you know, all the time. Nobody knows, mm-hmm. and I don't know why that is. I I honestly have a theory that um, pe- there's some people who just don't who don't want to know. There's um, uh, a TV producer named Greg Garcia who is a great dude. He was telling me he had a cousin in West Virginia. He's from West Virginia. He he created My Name is Earl, mm-hmm. which was kind of, you know, in that vein. And he had a cousin from West Virginia call him up like, man, you got to hear this guy, Wheeler Walker Jr. He's like, no, no, I know him. His name is Ben Hoffman. He's a comedy writer in L.A. And they were like, um, he said his cousin was like, no, 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 no. You got to hear this song. He's like, <laughs> he said he said his cousin literally didn't want to hear it. Right. Like he was telling him and the guy wasn't listening. He wanted to, he wanted to read it. Greg the song titles and tell him about the songs. He kept interrupting him like, that's not who he is. Yeah, oh, that's so interesting. And the guy's just like, he said, I mean, he said literally, he didn't he didn't want those words anywhere near, like when I said it, he would cut me off. Mm-hmm. I think that's some people are just don't, they want to think a person like this exists. Right, you right. Uh, Shanna Freeman, it's great that he's back and we're going to get more Ben than Wheeler. I first heard him on your show, then I had to give his album a listen and loved it. I read that he has an upcoming Netflix show. What inspired him to create an adult animated comedy? Is he going to focus more on TV or streaming in this case than his music career in a while? Um, it's a discussion For ongoing. A um, I think I'm going to... Again, the goal of my life and career has always been I've just... I have really bad ADD, so I love doing a lot of different, you know, like, I, I love being able to create TV shows, create characters, do that, you know, this is going to be a great opportunity for that, and I couldn't be more happy and excited about it, and being able to do music here and there, there's just no way to really, to like, there's no world where you can run a TV show for three months and then go tour for a month, mm-hmm. so it's probably going to have to take a little, Wheeler's going to have to... um Go back to rehab? Yeah, I was, but I was thinking maybe he found Jesus or something. Oh, but something. Like but that. he's gonna have to take a break somehow. And um, while I do the TV show, because this TV show, I mean, this is you know from being in LA, this is a hell of an opportunity, and you just I don't want to, you know, ruin it by taking you know by playing a few gigs in Cleveland for like you know, like I want to put everything I have in. Right. When I do something, that's the other thing about me. I don't do things half-ass. I go all in. And I can't go all in. There's, I can't give two 100%. Mm-hmm. So I think the best thing for my sanity and, you know, the albums and the touring. I feel like the the, the Wheeler thing, that this was the third of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. The, the, there was the character evolved from, you know, album one to the, album three. He went from, you know, fuck you bitch to I'm in love. And I feel like this is the t- turning point for him. I might do like a greatest hits or something, although I, we didn't really have any hits. But. <laughs> Tell me more about the Netflix show. So it's about, I mean, there's some, ang- I mean, there's some similarities. It's about it, like a really, you remember the football sketch from the Ben show? Oh, the f- football, I played a football coach who went a little crazy. Yes. It's Weren't kinda, you yelling at kids? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's it's a high school basketball coach. He's a little nutty. Mm-hmm. Yells at the kids, curses, and um, 
um, again, it's it's a way to get this stuff out. So it's not a complete departure, you know, right? But it's a different form. You know? Will you do the voice? No, um, my buddy Jake Johnson is doing the voice from a uh, new girl. Yeah. So uh, he um, and he's God, he's so funny. I actually did a voice in the pilot. I think I, I interviewed him for Bon Appetit magazine a while ago. It's possible. I mean, he's a big movie star now. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and I know I knew him when I first moved to L.A. And it was just like he it was like, oh, cool. That'd be uh, the casting director. Was like, oh, that could be a good fit because I know him. And he came in. and He was like, when did you get that fucking funny? You know, he's, <laughs> God, he's just so fucking hilarious. So um, and uh, these guys, Lord and Miller, are producing it, who uh, did uh, the 21 Jump Street movies. And they did uh, the Lego movie and stuff. So it's a, new, a whole new set of toys I'm playing with now. And um, I'm just kind of ready for that chapter to mm-hmm. start. I'm, I'm not exciting. excited about looking for a. I got to find a place to be here for a year. Yeah, have you start? You said you were looking. Like, have you physically gone and looked at places? Yeah, I just, I just, I just don't want to move my stuff back here. I'd like to keep my home base in Nashville and just come out here for the year. But also, the goal is to have ten seasons of this show. So right. I don't know what I'm kind of a little bit lost about what I do. You know, I think I'll just get a place for a year and then. I'm thinking that'll hopefully not jinx it, you know. I don't want to get a place, you know, plan on being here five years and then right. have it screw up in one, so. I appreciate your level of magical thinking because I do that too. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that was the thing is, I mean, you know, when I, t- I'll, I'll, I'll be, like, when I talk to my therapist, you know, like, it's just a ridiculous thing to say. It's like, I want to be a successful music star and I want my own TV show too. It's like a backup. And he, I remember, when, you know, a year ago telling me, it's like, Dude, like even for a therapist, he's just like, dude, you got to get into reality, you know. <laughs> you got to, I mean, it's nice to you know, mm-hmm. have goals, but that's a bit much, you know. Right. It's like, you know, you can't do it all. Um, but I never, I just always like, I'll, you you wait and see, motherfuckers. I yeah. didn't say that to him because I was but paying, paying him to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, Are, do you have the same therapist now that you're in Nashville? No, I have a new one in Nashville, but I'll, I can, that's one I can go back to my old guy. Yeah. It's tough leaving a therapist you like. Yeah, it is. It's hard to find ones you like. When we ask, they send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. Okay, Whitney C. says... You have a lot of female vi- listeners, huh? I, I'm about half and half. Because that's... This, everyone, it's all been females. It has been. Maybe you have a lot of female fans of uh, my listeners. Come out to a show sometime. <laughs> uh, and then here's the last question. Whitney C. says, what's his favorite thing he's ordered online recently? Everything I've ordered online. Well, I just an uh, hour ago ordered the new um, Beastie Boys book. They have like a new book that's like, um, I don't know if it's my favorite because I haven't gotten it yet, but it's looked really cool. It's like their whole career and eight, it's my kind of book, eight million pictures, almost more like, <laughs> like coffee table book, but like a you know now that MCA is dead, it's like they're kind of, I think it's their way of kind of wrapping things mm-hmm. up. So I am excited to get home and read that book. All right, let's do. I usually read on Kindle, but with a b- picture book, you know, with that much pictures, you don't want to right, right. Uh, I will tell you if you do go all the way and have a child you might go back to reading actual books on paper because my son wants to grab the phone whenever I'm on it, so I can't be on my phone very much. And it's Well, it's, the Kindle's different. Still, though, it's a light-up phone Yeah, no, I, I see my niece. I mean, 
she crawls over, picks up that iPad, and she can get on to... He knows how to pull up videos. Yeah. How old is he now? Um, he is going to be two in February. Yeah, it's just weird, because I was just going to say, last time I was here, he was just... A year ago, he was only one. Yeah, I know. It works It works that way for them, just like it works for us. And I've got another one on the way. Mm-hmm. February. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? Lee Brun says, Hearing the garbage truck roll up this morning and remembering that I did take the garbage cans out is the best feeling I'll have all day. I'm a brand new homeowner, so we've only gone through one garbage cycle, uh, but it was a good feeling, I guess, knowing that we had, had gotten our garbage out in time. Um, can I t- can I go off subject for a second? Please. I mean, not off subject, same subject. My place in Nashville, and I, so a lot of the apartments in Nashville have this. I've never even heard of it before. It's called valet garbage. What is Put that? Put your, ga- your garbage outside your door in an apartment building, and they come grab it at night. So, so when I hear them outside getting it, it's like, yeah, it's like, that's a hell of a feeling. That's neat. But it's also, there's a garbage chute down the, I mean... No, I would say down the block, down the hall. I don't know what. I think it's just a way to try to sell. Nashville's booming right now, you know. So it's like, look what we have; they don't have. Well, right. we, need it, we need it too. It's that it's sounds a stu- like a New York. Do you live in like a? Is it a big apartment, like high rise apartment building? It's not a high rise, but it's like, it's crazy. I mean, I won't give you the price, but I mean, you couldn't get a studio apartment in LA for what I pay for a nice two bedroom, right? And I went, to, I go, and when I, when he showed me the place, I go. I just, I just, again, commitment phobe. I'm too scared to buy anything yet because I'm going back and forth so much. And he goes, when he told me the price, I was so shocked that it was so low for a two-bedroom, nice two-bedroom place. I go, seriously? And he goes, all right, first two months free. I mean, the the price, I mean, everyone's like, Nashville's so expensive now. It's like LA, mm-hmm. New York prices. I'm like, no, it's expensive <laughs> for Nashville. Right. Um, do you want me to tell you how much it is for a nice two-bedroom? Yes, please. Off the air. I guess I don't like talking about money. On oh, that. well, we could, yeah, tell me off the air I'll then. write it down. Okay. This is for like a really nice oh two-bedroom with a gym, a pool, valet trash, which you don't need, Mm-mm. two parking space. I mean, everything. When I saw that first number go down, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that's the wrong first number. That's not an LA first number. No, no, you're right. That's what a studio would be out here. It was a studio, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Nate Blevins says, I find it nearly impossible to eat while driving unless cruise control is engaged. It really frees up the brain power necessary to chow down. Well, look, I'm only doing like light snacking while driving. I couldn't eat a salad or soup or something. I'm out here doing press. I'm running around all the time. Like if I need to eat, I have to pull over in like a parking space and just like I can't drive. Right. Yeah. Jennifer Takaji says, I am not okay with killing any bug with my bare hands except a mosquito. And nothing gives me more satisfaction than clapping a mosquito to its death. I can't, I can't touch bugs. Mosquito, I, I'm, I'm with her. No, I agree. Mosquitoes, I just, you know, you go. They are pretty spindly, so it's not like crunching down I wonder if something. that's a southern thing. Just you're just Maybe. used to, you know, yeah. slapping them all the time. But I don't really see them out here. But yeah, I mean, that's just normal. You you walk around the summer in Kentucky, it's just smacking, you know, you don't, you don't, you know, 
like the Woody Allen thing. You don't catch a mosquito and rehabilitate it. You just smack <laughs> it, you know. Right. Because they're going for they're going for blood, so it's him or you. Sarah Simmons says, when I hear of a new band that is progressive, like progressive rock or progressive blues or jazz, I think, yay, this will be good because the definition of progressive means getting better. But I'm always disappointed. Yeah, well, all music, that new music is disappointing for the most part. <laughs> um, so, yes, there's no progressive. I don't, I never understood what progressive rock men i think they're talking about like rush kind of right like prog rock y- rush yeah. yes but i don't know why that why they use the term progressive interesting yeah I mean, why I was never, like nirvana nirvana was indie rock but they were on a major label I and mean, mm-hmm. none of the, the descriptions don't make sense uh dave cross no not that one that's part of his whole name is dave cross no not that one oh, that's his name mm-hmm. says you can do anything with a smartphone or tablet these days but i have it in my head that some things are only for computers parentheses long emails intense shopping image editing etc i think it's generational it's my old brain that isn't caught up with the tech no 100 percent. i can't write yeah. a long email on a phone no me neither i actually have before i mean i've had you know, out of necessity yeah, but out of necessity but yeah i mean if i don't I like to, to if i'm driving and i have to write a long email i'll wait till i get home yeah like there's certain work things where not just an email but if they're sending a document that i have to look at or but whatever, i also I, find that if you like write it. a long email they're reading it on their phone and they just ignore yes the, a long email is pointless yes you just, a sentence would have done it you 100 percent and lastly, Danielle Lynn says, it's pronounced Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving. Yeah, Emphasis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's saying Thanksgiving? Obviously some friend of hers. Right. Um, Rolling Stone magazine. I've heard people say Rolling Stone. Wait. The, uh, say, wait what do I say? Rolling, Rolling Stone. Stone. I, I've heard people put it, the emphasis on rolling. No, I've never heard that really. I mean, and that it, maybe. sounds weird to me. Rolling Stone as opposed to Rolling Stone. I think Stone's the strong word there. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm glad we're on the same page here. Yeah, we, I agree with all those. Does that mess up the show? No, that was great. Uh, I was about to call you Wheeler. That was so weird. Yeah. Don't, don't, was, don't accidentally call me by my non name. Right. Ben, I think Wheeler should play a song now. You want me to play a song? Yes, I would love that. Okay. I have my guitar, so that works out well. Perfect. This is Wheeler Walker Jr. playing. Fuck you with the lights on. Girl, there's something different about you. Makes me want to try something brand new. So let's get you back to my place. We ain't got no time to waste. I want to put a big smile on your face. When I fuck you with the lights on. Wanna do it all night long Wanna see them old titties flapping Flip that switch, baby, make it happen Come on, honey, do we have a deal? I'll split your legs in the electric bill Girl, I'll write you a love, 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 love song If I can fuck you with the lights on There's a lot of things I can't unsee if you'd met my exes, girl, you'd agree Cause when the lights came on Hell, it even scared my dog Now his tail is wagging all over the place When I fuck you with the lights on I wanna do it all night long Wanna see them old titties flapping Flip that switch, baby, make it happen Come on, honey, do we have a deal? 
I'll spit your legs in the electric bill. Gonna write you a love, 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 love song. If I can fuck you with the lights on. Well, fuck, I'm going green, cause you're tight. Pussy needs to be seen. So let me fuck you with the lights on. I won't do it all night long. Wanna see that ass clapping? Flip that switch, baby, make it happen. Come on, honey, do we have a deal? I'll spit your legs to the electric bill. Girl, I'll write you a love, 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 love song. If I can fuck you with the lights on. I loved it. You like it? That was amazing. It was beautiful, heartfelt. Buy the new record. Sweet. Uh, ben, thank you so much for coming on the show. Mike. Thank you very much for having me. It's always a pleasure coming over here. I like people who just talk and, you know, have real talk about real stuff. That's why, again, why I wanted to do it as Ben. We wanted to, I wanted to catch up. You know? Congratulations on everything. It's so, it's, because I, I guess the first time I interviewed you was like, Maybe right before the Ben show premiered or as it was going. Yeah, I think that was that was probably back at Corolla, right? Yes. When I was yeah. And it's been fun to watch your you know, meteoric rise. And I know that I don't know that's meteoric. Uh, I mean I'd like it to be, but yeah, it's but it's, it's meteoric. I feel like but in that time it's also been ups and downs and you stuck with me through all of it, so I appreciate yeah. it. Uh hey, I'm the wind beneath your wings. You I mean I, I, you want me to play that too? <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for having um, me. This is great. So tell everyone where to go find you. Um, or what they should look out for. Yeah, buy the new record, pre-order on iTunes, buy the packages on my website, wheelerwalkerjr.com. And uh, it's not just a dude thing anymore. It's a love album. This is for women, too. It's mm-hmm. we're, we're getting a lot of women at the shows now. I'm not saying I'm here to get, reach the women's audience, but the first album a lot, it was, it was really just a sausage fest. Right. And now I'm seeing a, a, a nice, diverse, you know, group of people in the audience so um it's a nice sweet love album with some dirty words with a lot of dirty words but check it out itunes amazon and uh my website are the places to go perfect uh and buy my book tropical attire encouraged and other phrases that scare me uh if you go to my website allisonrosen.com plenty of places to click through it'll take you right to amazon well, yeah, when i get, get it. back out here we'll do, have you on the wheel i would love to do that i'd love to do your podcast um my book's available all formats follow me on twitter Instagram, Allison Rosen. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, leave a review. A nice, a nice one would be nice. But you know, you got to speak your heart. Okay. Thanks for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 